I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Sunday night here, and I'm just planning out the rest of the week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Of course, today I did a Q&A on the Instagram page, and someone asked me a question that I really enjoyed, and it's sort of um, it's laid the path for um, our podcast for this week. Someone asked me about who has the best tackling technique in the NRL right now, and who's had it um, in the history of Rugby League. And it got me thinking... And a few of you guys have requested in the past. Uh, I'm not sure who it was, but someone sent me a message last week asking for, like, the um, <clears throat> in the NFL, they have, like, an M- a, a defensive MVP. Um, and to go through each position and name the defensive MVP. And I think off the back of this, it got me thinking about it today. I'm really into it. So this week, I'm going to go through every single position, name my best defensive player in that position of all time and then also the guy in the modern game that I think is at the peak as far as defense goes and it's really interesting because we're sort of in an era of or a time when we're constantly consumed with highlights and stats and you know the, the real sort of fundamentals in the game sort of go out the window and I mean a position like fullback which I'm going to do tomorrow morning I mean you know, people just don't recognise what they do defensively. People don't recognise the greatness of some of these really good defensive fullbacks, the awareness of where they need to be. Uh, the fact that, you know, some of these fullbacks, it's it's so hard for halves to kick the ball and find the turf because their awareness is just so good. And, you know, that sort of shit, it matters in rugby league. It matters so much. I mean, you think about it, if, if you're a halfback and you're kicking down and your kick chases there, if you can make the ball bounce twice, I mean, there's an extra three or four seconds. Yeah, that's an extra three or four seconds your defense can get down there. Yeah, it means that your man's, you know, your your fullback's picking the ball off the dirt. It's a standing start, essentially. Whereas, you know, if you kick it straight down their throat, which is what a lot of the good fullbacks force you to do, they're already on the run. They're charging back. It's worth about 15, 20 meters, realistically. And we all know how important field position is in rugby league. So defensively, I know we always sort of think of hookers, front rowers, second rowers, but the backs as well, it's crucial. And I mean, if you've got a back that, you know, lays on three, but they're letting in four tries a game, a halfback, I mean, it's just not up to scratch anymore. And it 
And there's been guys that have gone through the years that have been such good defensive sevens, but because they don't have the highlights or whatever, people sort of push them to the side. And I'd just like to highlight a few of those guys. So tomorrow morning, we're going to kick off with our best defensive fullback and our current best defensive fullback. I think there'll be a, a one surprise in there for you. Uh, but in answer to this question today, the guys that I automatically thought of, you know, probably in the modern game. See, the, the, the thing about the modern game is that defensively, it's changed so much. Techniques have changed so much. It's not so much about, take, you know, chopping the legs anymore because the reality is... Nine times out of ten, if you chop the legs, the bloke's going to offload. Or if you chop the legs and you do it well, realistically, they're going to get to elbows and knees most of the time. They're going to get a quick play the ball. You're not going to be set at marker. You know, if you make a good chop one-on-one tackle nowadays, coaches blow up at you. And people sort of laugh at me when I say that. But I had um, I had Johnny Sutton, obviously, 300-plus games for South Sydney, premiership winning captain. He came down to help out with a training session I was doing last year. Yeah, last year with my under-16 side and... um. He said, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do some defense. And I went, yeah, Butte, you know, what, what? whatever you can add for us. And I remember he, he had them all standing in a group and he said to one of the kids, he said, oh, um, can you, he, he threw him a ball. He said, you run. He goes, who's your best defender? And I pointed to uh, my little hooker, my little terrier, Jesse, if you're listening. And Jesse made a tackle, you know, perfect chop tackle, fantastic. If it was 25 years ago, it would have been brilliant. And, and Sutton pretty much said, hey, never do that again. Never make that chop tackle again. That's not how you tackle. You need to wrap up the ball first, and then you need to allow guys to come in to take the legs, and then you need to win the wrestle. You need to put them on your back. You need to position your body so that you're at first and second marker and ready to go. And that's what winning a contest is. It's not about chopping legs anymore, unfortunately. So it's it's changed a lot over the years. And, I mean, if you think back to the old schoolers, like Trevor Gilmeister, the way he used to tackle, just unbelievable. A guy named Nigel Plum, he played at the Penrith Panthers. He was sensational. Michael Michael Luck from the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Dallas Johnson from the Melbourne Storm. All of these guys spring to mind. And, you know, occasionally we see Jake Trevojevic make one of these tackles and he gets it right. He drives them backwards. He puts them on their back. And that's sensational. But... You know, it's really hard to get yourself in that position in the modern game. And most times, you know, nine times out of ten, when you make a chop tackle now, you sort of lose that tackle. You lose that contest. Or you have to wrestle your way back on top of their body. And quite often it gives away a penalty because it's just too obvious. You need to have a gang-style tackle in the modern game. You need to be manoeuvring them to where you want them to be. And that starts with wrapping up the ball. You wrap up the ball, you hold on to their upper body, and then the other guys, the B and C defenders, they come in to help with the legs. So the game's changed a lot. And I'm going to mention that a lot this week because we're going to be talking about defense and just how important it is. And the top coaches, they understand that defense is where you win and, you win and lose games in every single position. Uh, it's going to be a cracking week. Cannot wait to dive into that. We're also going to have some top 17s named for me. They're not the ones that I think the coaches will pick. These are the 17s that I would pick. So there are a couple of rogue picks in there here and there, but really looking forward to bringing them to you. We've got the Branko Lee podcast dropping on Tuesday morning, part two about his time at the Melbourne Storm. It's a sensational listen. I really enjoyed part one, but part two is out of this world. It's much better in my opinion. I think you'll really enjoy it. Talking about, you know, obviously Melbourne, um, their preseason going on their army camp, uh, then getting into the season. He wasn't picked at first, then making it into the side, then injuries, then finals the grand final, the celebrations, and then going into Queensland camp and the celebrations after that. A cracking chat with Branko Lee. Part two is sensational. I can't wait to bring it to you. Tuesday, 6 a.m., chuck it in your diary now. Have a cracking week, guys. Kick corners and always play smart footy.